want you to know that if you are in this house today in person or online, that this is the place that God can grab a hold of you and he can make you new. He can transform you. He can, he can transform your mind, your body, and your spirit. This is the place where you can find encouragement, where you can be uplifted. But I encourage you, all you and I have to do is grab a hold of Jesus. Lift up our voice. Lift up our hands and glorify the name of Jesus. This is the place where you and I who are human, with all of our baggage, with all of our anxiety, with all of our fears, with all of our doubts, that humanity meets up with the divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, into this place. And when divinity meets up with humanity, who do you think is going to overcome who? I tell you that God's divinity will overcome every doubt, every fear, every anxiety, any, anything that you're going through. I will tell you that God is the God that will not only meet, but will surpass and exceed every single one of our needs. You may take your seat. I want to speak to all of us about the God of wonder. If we go to the book of Psalm, chapter 40, verse 5, and it says, Many, O Lord my God, are your wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Wow. Wow. There's a song that says, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, there's only one thing that my soul can do, and that's shout hallelujah. And I got to remember, you and I have to remember that we serve the God of wonder. I was looking up the definition of wonder and what that means, and it says, a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration. Caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. Whew. That's the definition of wonder. So I'm going to share with you a few things. If you'll focus on our screens, show the first one, Joel. Ooh, I already heard an ooh. Kind of like Mufasa. Ooh. This is, the, yes, there are the ancient wonders of the world and then the new wonders of the world. But when you look at this, it's like, wow. The feeling of surprise mingled with admiration by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. Oh, wow. The wonders of the world. Oh, my goodness. Machu Picchu. Whew. Yeah, right? Makes you think, wow, what a wonderful thing. Next one. Oh, the Great Wall of China. This is one of my bucket lists, to go to the Great Wall of China. Ah, Chichen Itza. My wife and I were there, but we, didn't, we chose not to go to Chichen Itza. That's another story. <laughs> Christ our Redeemer. 
you look at it, you're like, wow. The Colosseum. Some amazing wonders of the world. But if I were to share with you one more wonder, and that would be our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When we look at the definition of wonder, and just when you looked at these pictures, it does show a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. But let me share with you that our God is something or is someone who is wonderful, where I admire the things that he has done in my life. He makes something despicable, horrible, and ugly into something beautiful. And it is the unexpected. He didn't have to do what he did in our life, but he chose to do it. And when I try to explain my God, he is unexplainable. That's who our God is. It is Jesus Christ who is God manifested in the flesh. We serve a God, and he is a God that we can say this to him. You are wonderful. All that he ever does is wonderful and awesome. If you look back in your life, all he does are wonderful works that you and I cannot explain. It does, not ma- it does not matter what you and I may be going through, whether now or in the future, or what we will be going through in the coming years. Our God is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is still the same God of wonder. He is still the same God of miracles. All that needs to happen is for us to grab a hold of God's unchanging hand, and we will see the God of wonder in every situation of life. God is always, is, and always will be the God of wonder. These pictures that we saw, who do you think created them? How much more wondrous is the one who created all things, the creator of the universe? He does things that are amazing, and whenever we look around us and see what is happening in our lives, can we honestly say, and I would say yes, that we can say that we have a good God and a God that does wonders for us every single day. My God has always shown up to help us in our weakness, and that makes him a wondrous and awesome God. It doesn't matter if we're on the mountaintop, he shows up. If we're on the valley low, he shows up. If we are down in the dumps, he shows up. If we are full of health, he shows up. If we have money in the bank, he shows up. If we have no money in the bank and we are sick to our bodies, he shows up. My God is reliable. He is wonderful. He is the greatest thing in our life he's going to show up no matter what will you allow him in is the question he is the God of wonder and he is absolutely amazing our trust and our hope should be in God who is always there for us and a God that does not know how to fail That is one thing that I know that my God doesn't know how to do and that he doesn't know how to fail. So why not put our hope and our trust in God? He has not failed us before and why should he start failing us now? Because we are his beloved children. The scripture declares the greatness of God from beginning to end. He is a creator of the earth and he created us in his likeness. And God is wonderful and full of wonders. 
That's just who my God is. God is a God of wonders. Think about it. God created the heavens and the earth in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. He is still the same God of the universe and still doing his wonders. He is the creator of the universe, and he is the same one that is alive in you and me today. He is a God of wonder who calls you and me friend, who calls you as made us into a child of the living God, who when you are going through a situation, all we have to do is get on our knees and lift up our voice, lift up our hands, and declare his goodness, declare his wondrous works, and he will put an ear to our supplication. And I almost forgot, se me olvidó. Servimos a un Dios grande y poderoso. Servimos a un Dios que nos escucha. Que cuando le hablamos, cuando le oramos, ahí está siempre Dios. Las imágenes que, imágenes que, imágenes que vimos son grandiosas. Pero qué más grande, qué tan grande es nuestro Dios. Que Él fue el que creó todas esas cosas en este mundo. Cuanto más es Dios que cuando hemos estado en la cumbre de la montaña o en el valle, nuestro Dios es el mismo ayer, hoy y por los siglos. Let us focus just for a moment on the God of wonders in us. It is overwhelmingly to, overwhelming to think that the mighty God, the King of kings and the Lord of lords lives in us and is already ready to do wonders in our lives. You may be going through the most difficult time of your life and God is saying, I am ready to do a wonderful work in your life. All you have to do is let go and let me be God. I am the God of wonders. I am the God that is greater than any fear. I am I am a God that is greater than any doubt, than any anxiety, than any sickness in this world. My God is greater, and that makes him wonderful and worthy to be praised and worthy to be worshipped and adored. Can somebody say hallelujah? hallelujah? He is an amazing God. I'm, I don't want to focus on all the bad things that have happened in my life. But I do focus on how God has brought me out of every single one. How God made a way where there was no way. Yo no me quiero enfocar en todo lo negativo que ha pasado en mi vida. Pero me enfoco en como Dios ha hecho una gran cosa en mi vida. Que me ha sacado del hoyo de la vida. Y me ha sacado y me ha hecho más que vencedor. I am more than a conqueror. He is a God of wonders. And he said that we are to call him on the days of our trouble and he will deliver us. Imagine that. A God that says, if you're going through something today, I want you to cry out my name. If you're going through the worst time of your life, I want you to cry out my name. If you are sick in body, all I need you to do is cry out my name. If you don't know which way to go, I just need you to cry out my name. And in the days of our trouble, I will deliver you. I will pick you up and place your feet on solid ground. I'll turn you around. Because late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn everything around. And not only is he going to turn it around, he's going to make it work for my favor. 
That's the God that I serve. Not only does he put me on solid ground, but he makes all things. The Bible doesn't say a few things. Maybe the ones that start from A to N. And then O to Z. <laughs> I don't know my ABCs, obviously. <laughs> Maybe I'll let those happen. He says, and God will work all things for the good to them that love the Lord. All things. That's the God of wonder that we serve and that we worship and adore. The wonders of who God is never ceases. Yes, he is the same God that divided the waters so that the children of Israel would cross on dry land. But I want you to understand something. He could have just divided the waters and they could have walked on mud. They could have had to maybe claw their way through that. But the Bible says that they walked on dry land. When God does a miracle, when God does a wonder in your life, he makes it so that you're just going to be able to walk on dry land. He does it so that, I love what you said, so that we can brag about our God and saying, man, my God is wonderful. Not only did he part the sea, but I walked on dry land. He is the same God that brought the walls of Jericho down. And not only did he bring the walls of Jericho down, it says that the, that the land was flat. He brought the walls all the way down where the people of Jericho didn't even have to crawl over the rocks or the buildings to get into the, 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 where Jericho was at. That's what God does. When he does something in your life, he's going to make it where you don't even have to crawl over those issues, where you don't even have to crawl over the, 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 the residue of what's left. He does it so that you can continue to move forward. He is the same God that when the king said, did I not put three in that fiery furnace? Are you seeing this? Yeah. There's four in there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But I see four. Not only, he says, and it looks like the son of is God who is with them. Not only did the three Hebrew boys come out of the fiery furnace when the kings said put it ten times hotter than usual, that were the people that put them in, they got burned and died. You have these three Hebrew boys that came out of the fiery furnace, but our God of wonders went a step further, and they didn't even smell like smoke. That's the kind of God of wonder that we serve. And I want to encourage you that whatever you may be going through, that know that God is going to do a miracle in your life. 
But just like the children of Israel, they believed in God. So they were able to walk on dry land. They believed in God. So that's why when, when, when they walked around the walls of Jericho seven times, and then the last time they shouted, they shouted with belief. You and I, when the, when the, when the, when the a voice of doubt comes in, we need to shout, greater is my God. When the voice of fear comes in, we need to shout, hallelujah and those walls are going to come tumbling down you have to believe that God is a God of wonder the three Hebrew boys didn't say oh my gosh don't put us in there oh man if you put us in there that's all right because we serve a mighty God. And that's got to be our attitude. No matter what comes my way, I know that I serve a mighty God. I serve a God of wonders. I serve a God that has never failed me and he won't fail me. He's never let me down and there's no reason he's going to start to let me down now. He's the same God that was with David when he defeated when he defeated. Goliath with a sling and a rock. And I know that some people will be like, oh, a rock, really? Hey, at least the rock knocked him down to where he can grab a sword and take off his head. That's the way I look at it. People may say a rock really killed him. Let's say it didn't kill him, but it knocked him down, knocked him out. David grabbed the sword and was like, how dare you come against God and his people? Goliath was huge. He's the same God that was with David, and he's the same God that is with you. When you are looking at your Goliath, and you may say, this, this situation that I'm going through is too big for me to handle. Know that our God is greater. Instead of saying, God, look at how big my situation is, what we need to do is say, hey, to your situation, hey, situation, look at how big my God is. And that's going to change your mentality towards whatever you are going through. And you may be saying, man, Brother Josh, if I saw that in my life, my faith in God would be ginormous. If I would have seen David defeat the giant with the slingshot, man, my faith would be huge. If I would have seen uh, Daniel come out of the lion's den, my faith would be big. If I would have crossed on dry land, my faith would, would be huge. Si yo hubiera visto que los israelitas hubieran caminado uh, uh, por tierra seca, yo, mi fe estuviera grande. Si yo hubiera visto como David le ganó al, al gigante Goliat, mi fe estuviera grandísima. Si yo hubiera visto que Daniel salió del foso de los leones, mi fe estuviera grandísima. My faith would be huge. But the Bible says, I don't need you to have big faith. I just need you to have faith the size of a mustard seed. Believe that God can do the impossible. Tener fe como una semilla de mostaza, creyendo que Dios puede hacer el milagro en nuestra vida. No importa lo que, esté, lo que estemos pasando, hay que no ver 
a, a nuestro problema y decirle a Dios, mi problema es bien grande Dios, pero hay que mirar el problema y decirle, problema, mi Dios es mucho más grande que tú. And we need to have that faith of the size of a mustard seed. But let me tell you this. Every single one of us, whether you are in person or, or seeing us online, every single one of us is a living testimony of the God of wonders. How can we explain a love that is unexplainable? He has loved us without any condition. How can I explain a grace and a mercy that is unexplainable? I can't. How can I explain his forgiveness? Even when I fail every single day, I've turned my back on, on God, yet he still forgives. How can I explain how he can take the broken and make it into something beautiful? He can take something that is shattered and make it into something whole. How can I explain that he won't let go of me? The more I try to get away from God, he doesn't want to let go of me. You and I are living testimonies of his wonder. How am I still wondering? How am I still standing? it's because of his wonder how I was sick in my deathbed and how am I here it's because of his wonder how is my family still standing it's because of his wonder I lost my job and I wasn't able to pay my bills how am I still here it's because of the wonders of God I lost a loved one how am I here it's because of the love of God my mind is going crazy how am I still here it's because of the the wonders of God. Whatever your story is, it is a testimony of the wondrous works of God. I don't know what you've been through, but I know what I've been through. And I know that there is a God that is alive and a God that is real and a God that is wonderful, that is marvelous, uh, that is greater than anything. And I encourage you that when you read about the Bible, I can just think back and the children of Israel, the stories that the parents would tell the children. Man. Daniel chose to still worship God and the king became angry. And you know what? Because he became so angry, he didn't feed the lions. And the little kid, you know, at the dinner table, really, Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Did Daniel die? No. You know what happened, son? What, Dad? God sent an angel and shut the lion's mouth. Really, Dad? Yeah. That's the wonderful God that we serve. Hey, Dad, tell me how, how, how David defeated the, the, that really big guy. Oh, daughter. <laughs> David was so upset that Goliath was coming against the children of God that David, they put armor on him. They gave him a sword, and he was like, take this off of me. What, Dad? So how did he defeat the Goliath? Mija, sweetie, the pumpkin. David said, you come to me with the sword and all this armor and all that junk. 
but I come to you <laughs> with a God that is greater than anything you can ever imagine. Really, Dad? Yes. And that's how David defeated Goliath and Daniel and the three Hebrew boys because they trusted and believed in God. So I encourage you this as we stand. This morning as I was finishing up my sermon, I began to think, and I want to encourage every one of you, quiero animarlos. Encourage you to sit down as a family. Many times we, we sit down as a family and we talk about all the bad things that are happening, right? But nothing wrong with that. We should as a family. But I want to encourage you as a family to sit down and be like, you remember when we were going, whew, Sermon is for me. When I think about the goodness of God and all that he's done for me, that's why I praise him the way I praise him. Sit down with your family and say, remember when we were going through that difficult time in life and God came through. Remember when we were going crazy and we didn't know which way to turn and God showed up. And did the most amazing thing in our life. I want to encourage you to think about that. As we come to this altar, I'm going to encourage you to find a spot. But I want you to come with your family. And as you come with your family, I want you to begin to pray as a family. And say, hasn't God been so good to us? We read these stories about the Bible but you know what? We're also a story that we're going to be able to tell in heaven of how God came through for us. Of how God was there when we didn't think that he was going to be able to be there for us. I want you to come with your family and, and begin to just pray with each other and say, hey, remember this and how God showed how wonderful he is. Hey, remember this. And how God made a way out of no way. Remember this and how God showed us how much he loved us. And how much he cared for us. And I want to encourage you that today, if you don't do this, be the first day that you talk and you brag about how wonderful our God is in our life. And that moving forward, that you find a way to begin to brag and to talk about how wonderful our God is. And I encourage every family to come to this altar and pray as a family. And when you walk up, talk about what God has done in your life. And when you've done that, feel free to just lift your hands. Just feel, feel free to pray, praise God. Pray to God. Praise him and worship him for all that he has done. And as you stay there, before you come up,
begin to just think of what God has done in your life and how you are a witness. You don't have to be there to see David and Daniel. No tiene uno que estar allí para ver los milagros de la Biblia. Usted y su familia son un milagro. Y hay que enfocarnos en los milagros que Dios ha hecho en nuestra vida. Cuando venga a este altar, dele gracias a Dios por ser un Dios grandioso en nuestra vida. Why don't you come and just say, God, you are wonderful.